Hi, I'm Eric Morcheski, CEO and co-founder of Nimble Strategies. I'm also your host of The Five. The Five is a new podcast bringing expert insights from across the nonprofit landscape to help you improve your organization. Why drives so many decisions for our organizations. And so as we prepare to launch The Five, we're sharing the why that made these topics so important to our guests. You'll hear from Muriel Smith of the St. Louis Diaper Bank on being your authentic self. Steve Mano of CCS Fundraising on core pillars of philanthropy via capital campaigns and Kristen Sorth of St. Louis County Library on partnerships. Here today on their why. Obviously, I think we all look at this in a unique aspect of the importance of how we perform as a leader why is being an authentic leader an important piece of that? Well, I think being your authentic self really helps to build relationships with other people because they they can trust you because they know who you are, <laughs> they kind of know what to expect. Um, and it really helps solidify those things with like in my case with my staff, with board members, with donors. So it, it really helps them see who you are and be more comfortable with you and, you know, be able to build a relationship with you and be that way there, you know, staff is interested in working with you and likes coming to work every day. Donors, you know, are willing to, um, you know, donate to your organization because, and they're donating for the mission, but also, you know, because of who's at that organization and how it's being run. And, you know, of course, board members like to, uh, you know, you have to work with your board members on a variety of things. And it's just, you know, easier when they feel like they know you a little bit. I mean, we're not, you know, it's not like your best friends or anything, but they they know your personality. They kind of get to know your quirks, those kinds of things. And, and so there's no guesswork in, in um, who you are, what answers will be to questions or how you will act about, you know, about something, a specific thing. They kind of, you know, are comfortable with you. And that really helps to, you know, solidify all of those, those types of relationships. Being, you know, core focuses, core foundational pillars for the capital campaign. Start start from the top and take us through each of those pieces and, and what their value is and what they mean to the organization. And, and one of the things I think about these, these fundamental building blocks is they apply to any nonprofit, big and small. My clients at Forest Park Forever or St. Louis Zoo, or it could be a, a small Catholic parish in rural Missouri. They all apply. And when you do a campaign, you do it for many reasons. So this is part of our thinking. But one of the reasons I love them is when you have a well-run campaign, that's when you most often see transformational change for an organization. And a lot of the reasons we look at these are, well, we have a strategic plan, we need to fund it. We want to advance big ideas. And that big idea is a new idea, forward-looking idea for us. How do we get and attract larger gifts? What is that 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 opportunity that we just didn't have before. We can tell a big story and share needs. We form a unified vision across the organization and catalyze you know, future growth. 
And there's really four key pillars of any campaign. And this could be capital. One could look at it for endowment or even annual programmatic. These are key kind of tactics. A well-crafted case for support with a strong communication plan. Leadership, a dynamic group of leaders, including so the, the staff of that institution, the executive leadership of that institution, trustees, and a body of campaign leaders to advance the initiative. Prospects, who is our known prospect audience? Who is our aspirational prospect audience with bespoke cultivation strategies tailored to these prospects, person by person, entity by entity? and a plan, a very detailed campaign plan, complete with you know clear timelines, activity benchmarks, forecast goals, that's looked at with regularity and rigor. Ergo, the business plan for a campaign. We're here to talk a little bit about partnerships. Why does being a good partner, what is developing a partnership, why does that mean something to you and to the county libraries? Well, I will say that we were pretty under the radar for many years. Um, we were a very traditional library system. And about 10 years ago, really around the time when I became the director, um, we were also going through this huge construction project. And we um, thought it's time to not it's time to stop being under the radar. And it's also time to start asking ourselves. Who, who are we as a public library? Are we going to remain a really traditional library? Are we going to evolve into something else? And I think without evolving, libraries run the risk of becoming um, not relevant, not as relevant as they used to be. So the For the Sake of All report came out um, that Jason Purnell was the author of, and it talked about, um, you know, really things that made a difference in St. Louis um, based on social determinants of health. And we said, well, you know what, that's who we want to be. And we're going to steer our priorities in that direction. And so once we did that, we said, well, we can't do all of this. You know, libraries do tons of things, but we can't do all of it. And we're not good at all of it. And we decided that we would actively look for partners who could help us in our journey along the way to supporting the community in a, in a totally different way. And so that really started with, honestly, with Operation Food Search. We had already had a partnership with them for many years. We did a food drive for them. And then um, we started talking about doing meals for kids in the summer, and this is pre-pandemic. And so we started doing summer meals for kids. And then that just um, that partnership led to another partnership that led to another partnership. And that's kind of where, where we started. That's, that's great. I don't know if I've ever shared, but uh, when I first took over at the Arch, we went out and met with Golden Gate National uh, Park Conservancy out there. And one of the things that we quickly learned is they were working on bringing people into the national parks in San Francisco that were maybe not active communities and utilizing the national park spaces throughout the region. And they first started out with realizing that people didn't have access. And so they started providing shuttles. And the first day they launched those, not a soul got on the shuttle. And what they realized is they weren't a trusted partner in those areas. And so when they sought out a trusted partner, that trusted partner was actually the libraries because the libraries had been there for hundreds of years. They weren't trying to come in and make a quick flash in the pan like maybe other groups had done. Uh, they had been a 
a community resource for years and years. And, and that made such a difference in how they developed that partnership and how that, that grew for the community there. So I, I always think of that when I think of, of library partnerships. Yeah, I agree. I think libraries are the best partners because we um, we do what we say and the trusted community aspect of it is so vital. I think there's lots of really well-meaning nonprofits and other organizations that want to reach out and help communities, but sometimes they don't ask if they need their help. And then there are communities that that don't trust people who are offering to help. And the difference with us is they do trust us. They've been trusting us forever. You know, it's sort of a level setting environment. You can come in, nobody asks why you're there. We're here to help, those kinds of things. And so when we partner with organizations who want to get their services and their resources out, people trust that it's legitimate and that the that we have the best interests, their best interests at heart. Tune in every week starting January 1st, 2024 to hear from these incredible guests and many more. The Five is a celebration of Nimble's five-year anniversary and part of our core belief in educating and enhancing nonprofit leadership. Thank you 